Hey there, I'm your host Haley, and welcome to the Sunshine Signal podcast. We are a community of change-making, purpose-driven, and heart-centered young women guided by our mission to become the best versions of ourselves. Each episode, we're supported in our evolution by industry experts, passionate leaders, and inspirational teens just like us, all of whom are setting their souls on fire doing exactly what they love. Whether we're talking about plant-based eating, manifestation, life lessons, and everything in between, these episodes will help you align your present with the life of your dreams and inspire you to unconditionally shine your life. I'm so excited you're here, and without further ado, let's jump right into today's episode. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Sunshine Signal podcast. It's Haley, your host, and welcome if you're new, if you're from Charlotte and you have never tuned into an episode of the Sunshine Signal before, I welcome you. I'm so grateful and excited to have you here and to join me and my listeners in this community of really figuring out how to become the best version of yourself through you know everything that we talk about through wellness and holistic health and self-improvement and all of these important conversations that we're having about how to live a purpose-driven life. So today I'm really excited to introduce you to Charlotte Wasserman, who is the founder of It's a Girl's Life, which is now a nonprofit, and you'll get to hear about her evolution and how she actually has started this as a blog in middle school and how she's worked on it and transformed it and tweaked it over the past couple of years to where it is now. And I love hearing about her journey and you will too. And Charlotte is really passionate also about creating change and positively impacting other girls. And specifically, she will share with us a little bit about the grit formula, which if you've never heard of it before, no worries, because we will break it all down in this episode and how it'll really impact your life and how we can use it to as a really good self-reflection tool just to make our days better, just to be more mindful and we talk, you know, about teen entrepreneurship, we talk about Charlotte's journey in high school and middle school, some challenges that she's run into, and overall, it's just a very real, grounded conversation that will hopefully provide a lot of inspiration to all of you listening. So I don't want to give away too many details or keep you here for too long, so without further ado, let's dive right into the episode, and I hope all of you enjoy. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Sunshine Signal podcast. I am so excited for all of you to tune into May's guest episode, and I'm so grateful to have Charlotte Wasserman, founder of It's a Girl's Life, here with me on the podcast today. You're welcome to introduce yourself and say hello, Charlotte. Hi, guys. I'm Charlotte. I am the founder of It's a Girl's Life, just like you said, and I am very excited to be here today. It's a Girl's Life is a nonprofit that empowers girls to be the creators of their own stories while living a life with grit. But we mainly do this because that's kind of a really big mission through our events that are annual and then through our podcasts that's more consistent. Absolutely. Oh my goodness. Amazing. Well, why don't you just give us a little bit more details about when and how you started this amazing organization of yours. I know it's been in the works for quite some time now. I know you've been working on it since middle school. So why don't you just give us a little bit of a timeline since when you started like in sixth grade, back when you were really young and then kind of how it's grown and evolved to where it is now. Totally. So one thing that I've been getting more comfortable with is the fact that you could be working on something 
for a really long time, but it doesn't have to look the same over the amount of time that you've been working on it. So yes, the idea of the whole nonprofit has been around basically since I was in sixth grade when I started this blog called Is a Girl's Life. And that was to help teen girls with what they were dealing with, but it has changed and has turned to look different in the most recent years with our events and with our podcasts and like having this literal nonprofit being a part of the It's a Girl's Life name. So, but that's just like the cool, like, that's like what, like how journeys are cool because things can change over time and they could still have some things that remain the same, which is like, I wanted to help girls ever since I was in sixth grade. And whether that was like a blog post or a podcast, like I'm still helping girls. So yeah, it was like this like blog that I started and I just like was kind of oversharing, kind of just like sharing about random really somewhat weird things like fuzzy pants because I love those when I was younger I love that I totally remember when that was like the thing and everybody loved like wearing them to school if you could love that so much (laughs) that's like the topics we talked about when I was younger and as I grew up the topics grew up with me so when I was in like eighth grade I was really interested in learning about confidence friendship people who support you how to find those people that support you And that reflected into the work that I was doing. And I found this nonprofit that was out in California that was teaching girls like very small group wise about this like grit formula. And it was one person who was doing this. And I really wanted to enlarge that impact, bring it back to Cleveland and make it a big event in Cleveland's where I'm based, Cleveland, Ohio. So we did that. I started working with them in the end of eighth grade. And in ninth grade, we had our first event together in Cleveland, where we had like 150 girls from the Cleveland area. And then through there, we started having events every single year. Leading up to this year, I have since left that organization out in California, start my own nonprofit that happened like starting last November, but officially we became a nonprofit in August, which is actually crazy how that's almost a year and a few months. Um, And we've been empowering girls ever since, but it's looked a little bit different. Yeah, for sure. I love that you mentioned that even though you've obviously changed a lot since middle school, and I know most people do, and it's like a process of evolution and growth throughout our years in middle school and high school, especially there's a lot to learn from, but I love that your core value of helping girls stayed the same. And I think that that is also something that I'm finding to be true in a lot of things that I do in life, even outside of having this podcast and, you know, just like this brand and business that I have, but that the things that I'm passionate about and those like core values that drive me, those will stay consistent. They'll just show up a little bit differently in everything that I do. So I love that you also talked a little bit about how to live a life of grit. So talk to us about what does this mean? What do you mean when you say like, let's get gritty, like let's live a life of grit and really how can we use this formula and this saying to better our lives? Yes. So grit is this whole formula. I did not come up with it, so I can't take full responsibility for any of that, but the woman who I work with very closely on like the educational part of it's a girl's life, she came up with it. And I've just been able to start like living my whole entire life with what we say, like, quote, live life with grit. 
Um, so grit as a word is basically inspired by Angela Duckworth, who wrote this book called Grit. And she talks a lot about the intersection between passion and perseverance and how when you put those two together, you can do anything you want. So even like life has challenges, as we both know, but if you're really passionate about what you're doing, you will overcome those challenges in order to do something like maybe for the greater good, maybe for yourself. Um, whatever that might be. And so our grit formula is based off of what she talked about in her book. And it stands for G, which is growing guts or doing like courageous things or things that are outside of your comfort zone. R stands for resilience. So getting back out there after like you face an obstacle or you get pushed down or you get rejected or whatever that might be. I stands for accepting your own imperfections. So this has been like of course, I've had to work through on all of these things, but imperfections has been such an important lesson to me because I'm a perfectionist and like I like things to be really, really good before I put them out. Me well, too. Me too. <laughs> does and just like it's been really interesting because since we started as a blog, that's where I can control everything. And now I've been getting into podcasting and I can't control everything. And I think that shows like evolution just because it's like. I used to be such a perfectionist and I'm trying to work on that. Anyways, that's a side note. And then T stands for team and growing the people in your corner because that's very, very important. And these are kind of all of the things that you can think about in your life of how well or how much you need to improve in these different areas. And a lot of it's based on like self-reflection and self-discovery, I guess. But you can really use this formula, even like a, like very small, like day-to-day. If you're like a journaler, you like to reflect on your days, you can use it. Like, how did I demonstrate guts today? How did I demonstrate resilience? How did I accept my own imperfections? How did I grow my team? Or like, how was I like with my friends? Like that could be another definition of teams. So you can really use it um, as a way to evaluate and grow and know which areas you want to grow into. Yeah, for sure. That's so amazing. I love self-reflection. I am looking to get more into journaling this summer because I know it's a really hit or miss thing for people. So I'm trying to stay more like consistent with it. Even if it's just writing like a little line or two every day, it doesn't have to be like a whole full on three page prompt, which I think some of us feel. Yeah, I can't do that. Can you do that? Or how do you journal? I cannot. I'm a huge journaling fan. And I, for a very long time, I loved the concepts, but couldn't do it at all but I wanted to be able to do it sounds kind of like what you're going through and what I did was I was like this will only become easier if I make myself do it more frequently so I was like okay let's start with like five minutes or like three minutes or something like very small like put the timer on and just like whatever is in your mind just write it down and I started doing that and it became like easier to do But one thing I really liked about it that was really weird was that when I journal, there's like this like ulterior like voice in my head that lights up and I can't get it to light up with any like anything else. And I think like it's like a it's like a self-compassionate voice, like it's like a nicer one, which sounds kind of weird, but it's been the only activity that I could do that can really like help me process things and help me get to a more like like, I guess, helpful or voice in a way. 
Yeah, 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 for sure. I do yoga too, which is like at, at like the end where like you lay down, you have shavasana, and that is like my kind of similar experience mm-hmm. where you just feel really reset and like you're that more compassionate version of yourself. Yes. But yeah, I will actually put in the description because I think a lot of people find this concept interesting and like want to be more self-compassionate to yes. ourselves. But there's a really good episode with Christina Rilo, and she talks about discovering your inner mean girls and kind of like figuring out the different voices and almost like personifying them and figuring out just like how to be more compassionate and that is such an interesting episode that I think you would really love Charlotte and also everybody else so yeah I'll link it in the show notes for sure because that's a really interesting concept to dive into Um, but also you talked a little bit about having that struggle of being a perfectionist which I completely relate to because especially freshman and sophomore year I've talked about this before I was doing 120% on everything and just putting way more energy into everything than I really needed to, especially my schoolwork, because I wanted everything to be perfect. And I wanted to get like the A plus, like A wasn't good enough, you know, just like trying to always push myself to that point. So besides perfectionism, what other challenges and setbacks did you face in high school as you're graduating soon in a couple of weeks, which is really exciting. And you're kind of like reflecting back on these past four years as that's like the end of a chapter in your life. Yes, there was so much. I did a mini series on my podcast and there's three episodes, one was on friendship, one was on academics and one was on uh, wellness, mind to body wellness. So you guys can check those out. But like, I, and I talked through like a lot of my struggles and tips on overcoming or like things I wish I knew if I could do it all over again, because there is a lot of things, I would say other struggles, like other than the whole like perfectionist thing that you just mentioned, because I dealt with those like a lot. Um, the other ones would be truly finding a group of people that I was myself around because when I was younger and specifically in middle school, I was not as self-aware as I was in high school. And I didn't realize that being yourself and being confident and comfortable in your own skin was like the thing that made me feel so much more confident. And like, I was searching for confidence and I couldn't find it because I was literally like trying to be someone else to impress someone else, like friends, I guess, that I was trying to make. And it wasn't, it wasn't like working, like there was like a disconnect and I couldn't really, I wasn't like allowing myself to find my people, like people that I felt comfortable with because I wasn't being the person that I was, you know, supposed to be like, which is myself. And I think that that's something that is like very hard for someone to realize without experience and going through it already. So it's like, it's like, I couldn't even know that unless I experienced it, which is also very hard, but that's like life, you know? And that was definitely one major thing. Other ones I would say is like, I think there's a lot of like things on self-awareness that I just didn't really know about because I was not being really like, I I just wasn't like fully self-aware because like, I guess there was so much going on when I was younger and just like growing up in general, it just feels like a lot of moving pieces and parts you're trying to figure out while also going through it that it's so hard to be able to figure out like, wait, is this something I want to do? Or is this like following a path of someone else's? And you're so like trying to be like something that's like, you're just trying to like be someone that 
you know, people find interesting, they want to be around. And sometimes that complicates like what you really want to do and what you're set to do. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Yeah. Authenticity has been a big one for me too. And I know that that's a value that's really important to you and also the people pleasing. I can completely relate to that because it's like, at the end of the day, we want some people to like us, you know, like we don't want to just, it's hard to be yourself. I feel like, and to not have at least one other person in your life who supports you in that. And I think that can be scary for people if they haven't been being completely authentic and you have a group of friends and you're like, oh, like, why am I hanging out with these people if they're not necessarily aligned with me or who I want to be? And that can be a really scary stage to go through. So I completely agree with you on those challenges. And just cycling back to that point on authenticity, like, why is that so important to you? And why is helping girls become the best version of themselves so important? And just, are there any tips and tricks and techniques or any practices that you found to be really helpful in being more authentic because we use this word so often and I exactly yeah I think (laughs) we often overuse it and it's used I don't want to say incorrectly but I feel like it's become become kind of like a buzzword where people are like oh like this person's being so authentic it's like okay but what does authentic mean right when we cycle back to it so just I just love to hear your thoughts on authenticity why it's important just a little bit more on that with you Yes. So I agree. It's super overused. And that's why I would say what it means, because a lot of times when buzzwords happen, it's like, yeah, I'll use it, but do I really know what it means? And, it, yeah. and then it's just like a bunch of people using this word that no one knows what it means. Exactly. Um, only like a few people. Eh? And I think what's important about authenticity and what it means to me is connecting with how I feel when I'm doing certain things and with certain people. And since I've become so aware and to get to like this self-awareness, it's been a lot of time, like really like spend like every day spending at least 10 minutes where I'm truly like quieting from any sort of distraction. And that's like my phone, a podcast, music, like anything, any noise that could be, that could make me want to judge myself or judge what I'm doing, I like to shut off and do something that's just kind of like mindful, like whether that's like reading or, and mindful meaning like there's just no distractions. Like that's kind of how I think of mindfulness, whether that's like reading or whether that's like eating this snack, but without any distractions or it's going on a walk, or maybe that is meditating for like five minutes and trying to like figure out what your thoughts are saying to you. Doing something like that, where you are just like regulating how you're feeling on the inside And seeing that being affected by other things that you then do during the rest of your day, whether that's going to hang out with a friend and you realize like, wow, after I left that interaction, I felt really stressed out or like, wow, like I feel like some, like something does not feel right inside of me. That's when you need to come back and say like, this was not supposed to happen or like, I wasn't supposed to feel this way. Like, not that it's a bad thing, but it's like, now I know kind of thing. And that's how you can truly find like you being authentic because if it didn't feel right then you probably should not be like spending time with that person if the activity or whatever you're doing doesn't like if it made you feel I don't know like it just made you feel uncomfortable or something then you should be doing it but if you came away from that conversation or that interaction or that activity feeling like 
energized, ready, like confident, comfortable. Maybe you were just like really impressed with yourself after you did whatever you're doing. Like those positive feelings, then you should continue to hang out with that person. You should continue to do those things and build more of your life around those things. And that's what I feel like being authentic is. It's like regulating, like first, like coming back to yourself and like clearing your slate off, like of all the distractions, because there's so much noise out out there and like in the world. And then like seeing, am I rising above the baseline and like continuing to do those things that make you rise above? Or did this thing take me down a little bit? And then seeing like, well, what can I do to get back to like regular baseline? That makes sense. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Yeah. That really hit home for me because especially going into the end of freshman year, I realized that I was distracting myself a lot and not fully taking that time. And I think a lot of high schoolers and college students and even our parents sometimes and people that we know who are older adults, we don't take that time to self-regulate because it's, I mean, for me, I grew up in a household where my parents like taught me to do that, but a lot of people don't grow up with that education of parents or somebody in your life. And that like an adult figure that you trust being like, okay, like it's really healthy for you to take 10 minutes to be quiet. But even when I find myself like always wanting to listen to music or a podcast or something, I'm like, okay, maybe I should just sit here or go on a walk for 10 minutes and be really quiet. Um, Yeah. That was just, that was a really pivotal moment in my life for me. It's huge. And I, even like I can like talk about it and like it's easier to say than do so like that doesn't mean that I do it all the time like I still find myself every few days like last week I was like on my phone a bunch and like I don't really like to do that because it makes me just like tired I compare I compare myself Mm -hmm. like if I'm going on social media or something and I was just like something is wrong because this is not how I I know I don't want to be spending my time like this and it wasn't, I mean, it, yeah, it was semi-uncomfortable to like space myself from the things that was allowing me to distract myself. But like, then I could really figure out what the problem was and assess it so I could then move forward and not just have to deal with it, you know, later. So, yeah, for yeah. sure. For sure. I mean, I find myself in that too. I think a lot of people think that sometimes people who talk about these topics that we have it all together all the time, but like, no, I was just on my phone on social media before I went to bed longer than I should have the other night. And I'm like, okay, okay. again, comparing. And it's like, it's not a bad thing, but I think awareness is really key. And then also what you said about energy givers, like, is it giving you energy after you do something or like hang out with a certain person or is it draining your energy? Because again, that's just another really helpful thing that we can look at. So Also this, I feel like this all kind of ties into being the best version of yourself. And I think a lot of people look up to you as somebody who started their own nonprofit and who's very passionate and just very, again, not the word authentic, but if we're using it in the right context, I feel like you are authentic in like, you know, going after what you believe in and just really creating something that you're excited about and that really shines through. So what about some advice on how to start something if you're a little bit nervous, like if somebody wants to start an organization? And then also, I feel like beyond starting, I think growing and staying in your own lane is a conversation that we often don't have a lot because a lot of people are like, okay, like I want to know how to get started. But I think a more important question might be, okay, if I get started, how do I keep going and really find that consistency and don't worry about what everybody else is saying or doing? Yes. Okay. 
two very important concepts. Okay, starting with the starting part, my best advice is to quiet the noise again um, because there's so many things happening and there's so many people doing really very cool things, which is amazing and it's inspiring, but sometimes it's like they're already doing this and I like can't even do this or it's just like a whole situation, which is back to comparison, but quiet everything that's happening around you because you don't want like something that's outside to influence something that's coming from inside um, and figure out like, what do I want to start? And then once you kind of know like an idea of what you want to start, I would say like, don't think too much about it and don't take too much time to like put into the prepping for the launching or the prepping for the, like putting it out there part, because sometimes when you do that, you are just spending too much time, like thinking about it and you're not spending enough time creating and doing it. So what you have to do is you just have to like, yes, figure out what you want to do. But then if you like see that you're having some doubting thoughts, push those to the side and, you know, start doing whatever that is and what that means to you. Then, and so like, you know, maybe post your first ever podcast episode, if that's what you want to do, or post your first YouTube video or post your first blog, or if you, you know, post on Instagram the first time announcing whatever you want to do. And then, you know, you just got to take it step by step and figure out, okay, so what's the next step and what do I want to do now with it? And from there, you should be able to, you know, make progress and the things that are going to stop you are the doubting thoughts, which you got to push this aside, or it could be the noise from other people. So you have to know, like, when do I stop listening from all the noise and then just keep like this is so like, I feel like it's not specific enough, but just keep trying and keep trying different things and seeing where it takes you and realize that, you know, you're never like going backwards in your journey. You're only learning new things and it's only taking you a step further. So even if you're like, whoa, like I made a mistake, like that's not like a pushback. It's like helping you become better at what you're doing and you're only going to be able to go forward if you keep moving, you know, you're, if you keep moving, you can only go forward which is like kind of a mindset shift, but I think it's an important one. Yeah, I love that so much. I mean, even in things that I've read about entrepreneurs, just heard, it's like so many people have that failed product or the failed course or Mm -hmm. whatever it is that just, not even a failure, but like it just, it isn't successful or it doesn't generate as much money or whatever they want it to do as they wish. And then it's just the insight and everything that you learn from that experience that enabled them to become successful and really you know, get that end product that they dreamed of. So I love that you touched on that too. I would also just love to hear some, a little bit of business advice on the topic of entrepreneurship, since I know that's something that you're super passionate about as well, just women in business and just some experience and knowledge and takeaways that you've had from running It's a Girl's Life. So just, do you have any advice for teen entrepreneurs in general on the same note of starting something? Maybe it is an organization like yours or a podcast or maybe even a small business. Yes. So I would say from everything that I've read, because I always like surround myself with many, many female entrepreneur stories, because I just, I think they're fun to read. Um, Every single, like, as you said, every single story that I have read includes a failure, a setback, a moment where they were like, I don't know if I can really do this. And that's been the moment that has really like ignited their success in the future. 
So I think if you aren't ready to experience the challenges or like the setbacks, then I, I mean, you should, you should just try it because there's really nothing you can lose other than learning so much more. And I think that's very important to realize going into it, that it's just inevitable and it's, you know, like try your hardest to start prioritizing it and looking forward to that moment where you're going to learn so much more, because that's going to teach you a lot more that can take you so much further. Um, and then other business related tips I would say is that surround yourself with people who are doing the thing that you want to do or the spot in your business that you want to get to, not as a way to compare yourself, but as a way to inspire yourself that you can do it. So, and even if that's not like, even if that's through like following your favorite entrepreneur on Instagram, or maybe it is like listening to their podcast or something like doing that, I feel like can just surround yourself, even if that is like making yourself surround yourself with them on social media can be a really good way to show you that it is possible and you just have to keep going. Another thing I would say is on the note of imperfections, know that you are going to make mistakes. And I mean, this is kind of similar to what I already said, but you are going to make mistakes and you are going to learn from those mistakes to become a better business owner or a better person and whatever you're trying to do, I would say also this is, this all kind of relates back to great because it always does, but make sure to also not only surround yourself with people who inspire you, but for people who can actually help you if you need the help to get your ideas out into the world. And I think one thing that I didn't understand, like a misconception about being a founder was like that I had to do everything. And that's not true because you can't do everything at some point. And at some point you need help and you need to get that help so you can be able to move forward. And that shouldn't be something you have to shy away from. I hope those are good tangible tips. Oh, those were amazing. I wanted to just circle back to a couple of things you said because it was all so good. And I was like, okay, yep. Love this can relate to this. Um, but I love what you said about surrounding yourself with people who can support your journey or even just inspire it. But again, not comparing because it's a really delicate balance of following people who are quote unquote doing something better, not better than you, but it might be, you know, at a different stage and at a different time because they've been running their business or whatever it is for longer. But yeah, I just love that you said that because it can be really inspirational to have those people. And it's almost like you're vision boarding, like constantly and manifesting when you're listening to those people's podcasts and yes following them on Instagram. And I also, of course, love the quote that says you are, I believe it's like a balance or a mixture of the five people that you surround yourself with. Yes. It's so good. I agree. And I think that again, yeah, it is such a small line between, you know, like comparing yourself, but also being inspired. And I think like the one thing you have to remember is like, we are like, you can be inspired by people, but you have to remember you are different people and there's just like nothing that is equal between you guys that can really leave you to being like anything worth comparing to because if you're comparing something they have to be very very similar and most likely you guys are at different stages in your life you're experiencing different things it's just no two people are the exact same which is a really cool thing and that just means you really can't compare yourself for sure yeah everybody's journey is definitely unique 
And I just also love to ask you for circling back to grit, why this formula that like, what about that really stood out to you? And like, was it, I know you went to an all girls high school. So I didn't know, was that something that you noticed that the girls that you were seeing in class and surrounding yourself with, was that something that you saw that not only you benefited from, but you think that everybody else really needed or like why grit over teaching things like, I don't know, like compassion or more empathy or just something else. Like what really stood out to you that made you go like, Ooh, like, yes, this is it. And this needs to be shared. Yes. I think it was the fact that it does embody a lot of like these very importance of like self-compassion and self-discovery and mistakes and getting back up after those mistakes, it it really encompasses a lot of those important lessons. But the thing was, was that when I was in middle school and when I was struggling in, in early high school as well, it was the one thing that I could lean back onto and always take something out of whatever I was experiencing because it was broad enough to be able to teach me like the important things to come back to, but also the important things that I need to remind myself that I need to have in my life to be able to move forward. And I think that I was, you know, I was just going through a tough time and so many things weren't clear. So it gave me some sort of clarity, which gave me comfort in the experience that, you know, this might not be my time right now, but my time might be coming later. And I think that holds true for a lot of different things in life as well. Yeah, amazing. It definitely seems like a formula that you can use throughout your whole life. It doesn't seem just like pigeonholed to a certain age group or, you know, a certain stage in your life. So I really love that. And I'm definitely going to try your journaling technique. That sounds like a fun, like little entry to journaling this summer. So I'll definitely let you know if I go ahead and start using it. Definitely. Yeah. So just to wrap up this conversation, I always love to ask my guests, usually what advice would they give to their 17 or 18 year old self? But since you and I are on, you know, the later end of spectrum, if you could just reflect back upon high school, what advice would you give to your 14 year old self? So, you know, freshman version of Charlotte and what would she really need to hear from you? There would be so much. I would say if I could boil it down to one thing, it would be that I think that every thing you are going through doesn't need to make sense right now, but that doesn't mean it won't make sense later. And trusting that whatever you're going through right now is going to add into the person you become in a positive way later is something that I really needed to hear and I didn't understand. And sometimes I still find myself confused in that topic, but like, it's so important because it provides comfort in such an uncomfortable time. And I think that's something that I needed to hear. Absolutely. I do believe that growth, a lot of the time comes out of some of the most uncomfortable and confusing experiences that we have in life. You know, sometimes there can be a lot of just pain and confusion. We're like, why is this happening to me now? Like this doesn't make sense, but it's so true that when we really reframe our mindset, everything will all make sense when you reflect back on your life experiences. Thank you so much for coming on the podcast today, Charlotte. It was so wonderful to have you here and I really enjoyed our conversation and I know all of my listeners will as well. So would you just be able to drop your socials and anything else? I don't know if you have any upcoming events or podcast episodes, but you can just feel free to go ahead on a little rant and let everybody know where they can find you and your amazing content. 
course. Well, thank you so much for having me. This was again, such a fun, fun time. So you can find it's a girl's life at it's a girl's life org on Instagram. It's a girl's life.org online, or just search up it's a girl's life and we should come up or you should find us somehow. You might find some on old blog posts too, which would be really fun for you. And maybe not so much fun for me. Other than that, we have a really, really exciting collaboration dropping at the end of this month in May, which will be very fun to see how that all turns out. It will be sort of like our first merch collection, but think in a smaller-ish form with a bigger company behind us, which is very, very exciting and has been in the works for a very long time. Um, It's a girl's life on all your favorite listening platforms. And I think I have touched on everything. Well, thank you so much again for coming on. And thank you everybody for tuning in.